Welcome to another Take 10 with Jen. Get equipped in the supernatural. And now, here's Jen. Welcome back to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Don't miss a single podcast. Get this podcast each and every week. Subscribe, rate and review it, and share it with all of your friends. We've been talking about different kinds of dreams. God is speaking to us in our dreams much more than we realized, only we've dismissed our dreams because we don't understand them. Remember that dreams from God use a higher language and are an invitation into God's higher thoughts and higher ways. Once we unpack the meaning of the metaphors in that dream, we can live a higher life. Now be sure to pick up your copy of my book, Prophetic Secrets. It's available in paper, Kindle, and in audio on Amazon.com. It will soon be available in German through Glory Star Publishing, or you can go to JenniferEvaz.com and purchase your copy in the USA or Australia. Now we've discussed warning dreams, intercessory dreams, and last week we discussed deliverance dreams. Again, when I am talking about deliverance, I am referring to being set free from some kind of captivity. What are some things people become captive to? Maybe it's a debt, a disease, or a bad habit. Maybe it's a demon. Someone is being held captive demonically and they are tormented, vexed, and can't find any rest. When it comes to captivity, there's an anointing from the Holy Spirit that sets the captives free. We read about that in Luke chapter 4 where Jesus described how he was anointed to set the captives free. And then in Acts chapter 10 verse 38 where the Apostle Paul gives this description. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. This anointing doesn't just happen in the daytime. It can also flow at night inside your dreams. You can be set free from captivity in the dream realm. And many people have testified that they have been freed from some kind of captivity at night inside their dreams. One woman sent me a dream and I'll just paraphrase what she said. In her dream, she had just taken a shower and was wearing a white robe. She then got in her large white vehicle and I appeared in her dream and told her to ask me what the dream meant. She woke up and contacted me with the details of the dream and then she said, you told me in the dream to ask you what the dream meant. I instantly knew what her dream meant and keep in mind that I did know her life and some personal details that I'm not providing on the podcast. In short, I told her that the dream is from God and is showing her that she's being washed clean and made pure from the abuse that happened to her by her family. I also knew by some of the details in the dream that she was being set free from generational curses. When I communicated that simple interpretation, she began to have a spiritual experience. She began to manifest as if she had spiritual captivity she was well versed in deliverance methods and ministry and able to walk herself through self-deliverance for several things these various manifestations continued for approximately two weeks and she was a very different woman at the end of all of that a much freer woman thank you jesus i received another dream from a pastor he told me that he had a dream within a dream and he said that I had appeared in the inner dream and handed him a handbook to break word curses and witchcraft. Next, he saw a person who had been friends with his wife at one time, only they had a falling out. In the inner dream, he saw that the ex-friend had cursed their marriage in anger. He came out of the inner dream and into the second dream layer and broke the word curse off his wife and their marriage. 
When he woke up that morning, he leaned over to his wife to check the details. She confirmed that what he had dreamt was accurate, and so he did what he saw himself do in the dream. He broke the word curse in Jesus' name. The Holy Spirit is always watching over us and neutralizing the attempts of the enemy to put us into captivity. He sees what's in the dark and reveals it so we can take action. I did ask him a question. I said, what does a dream within a dream mean to you? He responded that it was a signal to him that he needed to pay attention, that the dream, in a sense, was a dream on repeat, even though it was in one dream. We see that same pattern in the Bible, and that's my focus on this podcast. I want to focus on dreams that repeat. It's something we need to understand. It's something we need to know how to respond to. In Acts chapter 10, verses 9 through 16, we read this. The next day, as they went on their journey and drew near the city, Peter went up on the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. Then he became very hungry and wanted to eat. But while they made ready, he fell into a trance and saw heaven open and an object like a great sheep bound at the four corners descending to him and let down to the earth. In it were all kinds of four-footed animals of the earth, wild beasts, creeping things, and birds of the air. And a voice came to him, Rise, Peter, kill and eat. But Peter said, Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything common or unclean. And a voice spoke to him again the second time, What God has cleansed you must not call common. This was done three times, and the object was taken up into heaven again. Why did Peter have this vision or trance three times? It follows a spiritual law concerning something having been established or is being established. In 2 Corinthians chapter 13 and verse 1, it says, This will be the third time I am coming to you. By the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word shall be established. This is in reference to Deuteronomy chapter 19 verse 15. At the mouth of two witnesses or at the mouth of three witnesses shall the matter be established. We see this principle utilized in different contexts. In Matthew chapter 18, verses 15 through 17, this principle is cited in the matter of spiritual discipline. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Then again, we see this principle cited in the context of prayer and how we're to establish God's will on the earth. Again, in Matthew chapter 18, verses 18 through 20, Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it'll be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them." I think you're getting the picture. Very simply, when a dream is repeating, we need to pay attention to that dream. There are four basic things to consider. Number one, something has happened or is happening that needs to be addressed. Number two, something has happened or is happening that needs to be recognized and honored. Number three, Satan is attempting to establish something evil and wicked that God wants to intercept and change. Number four, or God is establishing something on your behalf and is showing you what you need to align yourself to in prayer. So there are different reasons for a dream to repeat, and depending on the context, you'll know how to pray, and you'll know how to pray intelligently. 
For a season, I began to have a series of dreams. There were a few elements that kept repeating throughout the series of dreams, and that's why I knew it was important and I needed to pay attention. I was on different flights in different dreams going to different countries. That's really about my call as a prophet to the nations. And so that was, that was accurate for me to be on different flights, only there was some concern with the following elements. I either didn't make it on the flight, the flight didn't take off, and I was constantly losing my wallet, my phone, or my backpack. What do wallets, phones, and backpacks represent? For me, I keep my ID card in my wallet and all my currency. My phone is also a definite identity symbol, and my backpack is essentially my purse, and it has all my personal contents. My identity was under some kind of attack, and so my prayer was a consistent one. God, I identify as your child, your daughter, and I'm a prophet to the nations. Where I believe a lie about my identity, show me the truth. Help me to overcome this attack, this challenge to who I really am in you. Well, I'm glad to say that I know who I am and I know who I belong to. It's Jesus Christ. And I pray that you too know exactly who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Now, thank you once again for listening to Take 10 with Jen, a supernatural podcast. Help me to get this podcast and other resources around the globe. Just go to jenniferevaz.com and hit the donate tab. Thanks again for listening to Take 10 with Jen. For more resources and to become a partner, visit us at jenniferevaz.com.